Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Lee Merrill here with Steve Peters. Craig Morgan will be joining shortly and I think the mood for no, all of us is it's Championship Monday, right? <laughs> can we talk about that game? Yeah, right. Today? Instead of this one. Tar Heels, can we, can we do talk that? about any other game besides Rock, this one? Jayhawk, no? Yeah, you're going to win the Discord bracket. No, I might win the Discord. Craig will not win that might game. win the PHNX assigned yeah, assigned bracket, whatever. Yeah. But we're here to talk about this Arizona Coyotes game, unfortunately for us. Um, 5-1 loss, kind of right back down to reality after. It was like the, the loss on Friday, the win yesterday, and back to reality today. I think three games and four nights in three cities with half a roster and an American League goaltender. Finally caught up to him. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, St. Louis Blues are a team that's going to finish second or third in the Central Division more than likely. They're a playoff team. They're prepping for the run. It's that time of year where you do those kind of things. They're a better hockey the team. Fastest oh my Craig God. Craig is here literally ever, already. Besides the two times. We've been on for a minute. <laughs> besides the two times that Craig has been with us the entire show, this is the fastest Craig has ever joined. Literally been on the air for a minute. <laughs> There we go. Well, that we also sense. didn't mic test Craig, so hopefully his mic sounds good. Even though I literally, I can't lie. Uh, you did get me for a second because <laughs> I had I had I had your mic on, but I had it muted, so I was just like, "Oh shit, I forgot to unmute it." <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Sean uh, is in shambles today, so <laughs> it could have happened. <laughs> You know, much like the Coyotes, I bet money on Kansas and it's no. not going well. <laughs> the good news is you have missed literally nothing. We've we talked about yet. we have actually talked more about the basketball, basketball game, game than we did about this. Oh, just uh, how bad is it now? It's forty to twenty-five at the half. Still okay. They haven't started up. I don't know. I don't so know. after after one, let's talk about it real brief. 41 right now. Kansas, 43, is, Kansas is coming back. Seventeen minutes left. Rock oh, chalk. That's all. Right. Rock chalk Jayhawk. Mm-hmm. So. The first period, they come out of it 0-0, albeit there were two wide-open empty nets for the St. Louis Blues that they missed, where Prasvatov was literally either not in the net or looking the other way, oh. but they didn't score. Carconi had a good look. Michelli had a good look. First period wasn't awful. I mean, 0-0, shots for 10-7. Wasn't yeah, awful. Fine. You know, someone else suggested that to Andre Tourigny in the postgame. Hey, you guys were okay. You looked like you were carried a little bit. His response, not really. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. How about that? Okay. And, and listen, having said that, he also pointed out, I think it's seven games in 11 days with the travel. And they we, just didn't well, that's it. the one thing we said before we got here. And like half the roster gone. Oh, that, and that the, too. And an AHL goaltender. And already a rebuild. And then you lose yes. yeah. half your roster. Yeah. And, I mean, that, yeah. that's what's going to define this season. Mm-hmm. First of all, when we started this show in the fall, it was about. My gosh, look at how many guys they got rid of from last year's roster. Now, look how many guys they got rid of from opening night roster, either by the, you know, trades or 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 waivers or whatever, or but injuries. More, mostly yeah. from injuries. Yeah. Like yeah. this team is literally decimated. Like they when your team leader, goal scoring leader Clayton Keller goes down, it is hard to find the offense and they've just shown that again tonight. Hey, Andrew Ladd came back for one game. And then went out again. again. Ten guys out of day to day with a lower body. Ten guys. That's unbelievable. From this key guys and key players too. So, what do you expect? They're trying hard. The effort I thought was there again today. Even Galchenyuk when he takes that penalty that ends up costing them. It's it's not a dumb penalty. It's not because he was trying to over. He was trying. He was trying to defend. He was trying to help his teammates. Mm-hmm. Just kind of forgot the rule in the meantime and, and takes the penalty and then they score uh, when they're shorthanded. Ivan Prozvatov sure gets tough assignments, doesn't he? It's unbelievable. Tampa, Colorado, Colorado St. Louis. St. Louis, okay. Yeah. On the road. Jeez. All um, with, a, with a less than full lineup too, Yeah, I think. It's Although, amazing. to be fair, on that first St. Louis goal, there wasn't really much that he could have done. No, and I thought he made... And he even made some really made good some saves really in good this saves game. Again. Some yeah. we were just literally stunned at, oh my gosh, how did he get his leg over there on that one? Yeah, he made some great saves. It's not his fault. Look, when you go back and look at the, the goals from tonight's game, there are so many of them are that are right in the, between the hash marks, mm-hmm. between the dots, right in front of the house with nobody defending the player. Those are hard for a goaltender. I mean, it's almost not fair. Let's stay on Prozvatov for a minute, and I'm going to pretend that we're going to talk about this game for a little longer than (laughs) we really want to or anyone wants to hear. With Prozvatov, we kind of have the sense now, listening to the internal rumblings of the organization, he's not ready. He's not going to be in the NHL. They want him back in Tucson next year. Overall, when you look at the system for goalies, what are you thinking about goaltending, the goaltending future of the Coyotes? Or do you even care? Because as we pointed out a million times, this organization has had a lot of good goalies. They haven't drafted a single one of them. Such a tough position to evaluate. Do you get them through the draft or you just sign them a few years later when you think they might be emerging finally? This is a debate that will rage on in, in hockey perpetuity. It's just, it's so difficult because when you draft a, a Carey Price, yeah. yeah, it's a great draft. Marc-Andre Fleury was a draft pick that wins cups. More often, it isn't. And more often, they're picked up. I just look at the history of drafting goaltenders for the Arizona Coyotes, and I see Mark Vizentine and Patrick DeRocher, their two first-round goaltending picks that didn't pan out, and my vote would say don't draft them. Yeah. You look at what they've done here in Arizona from Brzgalov, Dubnik, Mike Smith, Kemper. Guys are all all of them were either in the American League, headed to the American League, or number twos in this league. All of them. And they've become something greater here. So I'm in the belief that if they're surrounded with the right people, they're coached the right way, you can find that guy. That's what I think. I think drafting now, especially if you're looking at drafting this year, you're talking about an 18-year-old goalie. Yeah. I mean, 
Maybe you want one in your system somewhere. Maybe you take sure. them in a mid-round, a guy that you have a lot of confidence. I sure. was just talking to Daryl Plandowski about this. He's like, they're so rare that you look at a goaltender and say you're going to spend a first-round pick on him. Now he's in. I don't think that thinking is ever-changing. You have to be they're beyond 100% certain because of the timeline of this position. Yes. It develops a lot more slowly than other positions. They don't develop anything. Are we boring you? No, yeah. I just, on the topic, someone asked a question, where okay. is, and I'm not going to say it because I'm going to ask you, Craig, how do you say the name the of the goaltender that the guy... The new Finnish goalie yes. who won an Olympic gold medal? The one that we've been The one butchering. that a lot of people call Harry Sateri. name again. So I asked his agent today, and we are, in fact, butchering his name. All three of us have been butchering his name. But what do we know? We got, we got mean, bad advice. classic. So first of all, it's Hari. Which we started we to did, say that. I did say Hari. Because I said Harry. Okay. I'm joking. It and it's not Satari or Satari. It's Satari. Because there are two <laughs> dots over the A. That's where the accent falls. Satari. So now you know. Satari. Which by you said that he's on this road trip. And yeah, he's with the team. And you, we might see him maybe. I would soon? think Bill Armstrong said about a week of practice. So he arrived, you know, last weekend. I could see him playing maybe by, they play on Saturday. But Which here's the, play? here Saturday. again, yeah, Saturday, Saturday, Thursday, Saturday. Because here's so. what happens now, though. They played back to back, so they didn't practice today. He probably went over to the rink this morning. He probably skated with a few guys, injured guys. Uh, Not a full practice. And with Corey, right? He was working with, with Corey, Corey. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been today. Tomorrow, it's a back-to-back -back on the road. There's no way they're skating tomorrow. So he won't practice tomorrow, and tomorrow's Tuesday. So I guess you skate Wednesday, game Thursday, skate Friday. Yeah, I guess if they're at home. So we'll get two more practices, two more full practices. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right, and we know how good we are at guessing goalies. Oh, sure. He won't play so for a month. let's go. <laughs> we'll play the rest of the season. For Saturday. Who knows? But anyway. Anyway, let's... Now you know. Let's... Hari Saturday. Get talking about this game over with. So let's do tonight by the numbers. Craig's never here for this. Part. I know, right? Welcome, no. Craig. What's so, this neat thing? Up yeah, on the what's, what's this neat graphic? So, uh, five one final, obviously. Coyotes 22 shots on goal, Blues 29 shots. Not a ton of shots against for what we're used to from the Coyotes, but five goals on 29 shots is, you know, not great. Um, one for two on the power play for the Blues. And what's not noted in this graphic is that the Blues also scored a shorthanded goal, which I believe... PD called. PD literally called. Like 10 seconds before it happened, right? 10 seconds. That was weird. Actually, it was like... But at, you didn't bet on it, did you? No. No, I did not get out my drafting sportsbook app. But at the... Like, literally, the, the book drafting, you just said, oh, I feel off, a shorthanded goal. He was coming. just buzzing. You knew he was... Uh, I, <sighs> that was a good sigh. No, it's... It, <laughs> It's again, we, we try to find positives. And what happened with this game is it got a little out of control. And then St. Louis just showed how much better they were. I mean, it was Bushnevich, O'Reilly. It was a better team and they started to feel it. And when a team like that gets rolling, they're bigger, stronger, faster, better. That's what Andre said. This was a big boy game. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. what's going to be interesting to see what kind of teams make it through these playoffs. And that yeah. team, the St. Louis Blues is a big, they're my sleeper. Team. They're my sleeper. I told you that already. And that's... You're watching that team. You want to know what Bill Armstrong wants to build. Obviously, he hopes he yeah. wins a couple of elite players at the top of a draft. Right. You can't control that. But that's the type but of team he wants to build. That Barbashev was a Bill Armstrong pick, and yep. he was on the board tonight. Yeah, he's got how many goals now? Twenty something. Twenty seven. They've got seven twenty goal scorers. That's on the Blues. That, that's the depth of scoring, depth which is scoring is unbelievable. To have seven guys in twenty goal scoring helps that's in the playoffs. Yeah, and the the one question mark, and I, I know we'll we'll digress and break down all these playoff things later. The one concern I have with St. Louis is their goaltending. Yeah. Is it strong enough to get through? And and I know Bennington clearly has done it. Can he can he do it again? 
there's so many question marks in this year's playoffs in the West right now because so many teams aren't what they think they're going to be when the season's over. Landeskog is out. Um, Vegas is missing a multitude of players. Like everybody, if everybody gets healthy and it's an even playing field, it's going to be interesting in the West. Yeah, well, at least the top four maybe. Another thing that you were right about, PD, were your keys to the game because as the game was going, we this is what happens. You do your keys, and then as it's going along, we say, oh, there's a key. Oh, there's a key. Well, the first one really wasn't a key. It was just they've done really well in this building over time, and Craig talked about it before. They did. There's no real rhyme or reason to it. They just do well against well, the Well, so has Clayton keys. Keller, and Clayton Keller's out. Bingo. I feel like every time one of you one of your keys hits, you should have a door opening on the graphic. Oh, with a key. Yeah. Huh. No penalties, blue power play. Got that. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> the goal needs to be the first star. Oh, no. You gave me that's uh, an idea. I appreciate oh. it. And for him, for this game, they needed Ivan to be the best player on the ice. Yeah. It was their only hope. Luke, you're our only hope. You know that one, Leah? No? Yes. Do you do know Luke, that one? Leah. Okay. Luke, Luke, Let's Leah. stop right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're out of control. I digress. <laughs> this is where the show's going. They needed Ivan yeah. Rostov to be the best player on the ice, and he wasn't. Do we have other segments for this show? Yes. Let's just get to those. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's right. Should we pick the king of the game right now? Wait, because okay. thanks. When, when's our next show? Oh okay. Is it too late? Hey, thank well, you. Thanks gonna, for being here. I was, was going to say, <laughs> oh my God, the one highlight, I guess, Nick Schmaltz did score his 21st of the season tonight, which tied his, ties his career high. And Cam so, Deneen throwing it to the net. Yeah. That's the way this team's going to have to score without without guys like Keaton Kel- Clayton Keller. I tell you what, there was a really nice play by by Phil Kessel early in the second period where he goes a rink-wide pass, phenomenal pass to Richie, really good scoring chance. They are not going to outskill teams right now. They're going to have to do it by exactly what they did there. They're going to have to throw pucks to the net, and people got to get to the net. It's going to be second, second chance goals, rebounds, tips. That's how they're going to create offense. I, I just don't see these tic-tac-toe plays right now. And when you're struggling to create offense, you need to generate stuff at the net. And they're going to have to do that a lot more this week if they're going to get back on the score sheet. Yep. Well, it might come as a surprise, but Nick Schmaltz is not our DraftKings king He's of the not? game. Because we just needed to have some fun today. So PD and Craig schemed a little something, and this is how it went. Okay, Steve Peters here with PHNX. We have not been able to come up with a king of the game tonight, so we've decided to blindfold Craig. We're going to spin him around. He's going to point to the wall, and that will be tonight's DraftKings king of the game. Are you ready, Craig? Yeah, one one uh, note here. This is not like the Trevor Zegers cheesecloth I can't actually see, so this is the truth. This is real. This is legit. Okay, so now we're going to spin you around. Spin you around three times. Oh, my God. Okay, ready? You're going to punch the wall. Here we go. Oh and tonight's Jackie's King of the Game. No. The tonight's Jackie King of the Game is... <laughs> Jan Yannick sure is tonight's... Oh and there it is. With the Jack biggest assist from Petey. King of the Game. <laughs> That was our seventh take, really by the way. Really cool guy. I walked out the front door of the, the office and a couple others. So yeah. That's <laughs> his stat. Really cool guy. Loves the game. Our draft Look king's king of the Good game. In the room. Good in the room. Good in the room. So that's about where we Nobody are. makes the fishbowl look better than Yanni. Yes. Very true. Uh, that's great. And um, that, honestly, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard to go in any direction. That I thought Carconi and Michelli looked good again tonight, the young kids. But again, it's not a sustainable 60-minute game for them. And, it's, and sometimes it's just hard to find the guy. And it we always sit here 
I always sit here and try to come up with, hey, let's be positive. Let's try to find some positives through tonight. Tonight was tough. There was just a better team playing a depleted, tired team. I mean, it wasn't, I'm not angry about the outcome, not surprised by the outcome. They were beaten by a better team. And it's, you know, sometimes that's okay. Yeah. Andre said he's just going to throw this one away. This, yeah. is, this is the quintessential flush game. Yep. Flush like when you look at all the circumstances, on. just flush it. We're not going to break down even, the game. Exactly. Yep. And we talked about defensive breakdowns, how many times they were alone in front of the net. Again, you talk about chemistry of guys playing with each other. And, and let's look at the three of us. When we started this show in August, it was a, it was a shit show. Like it was, we didn't know who was doing what. We didn't start the show in August, so we didn't. Well, I did. <laughs> I worked that hard. I was a month before you trying to get ready. But now it's it's we work better together because we know how to work with one another. That's the same thing with this team. If you don't play uh, with each other every day and you don't practice with each other, you're not accustomed to everybody. Here. It makes it really difficult, and you don't know where the other guy is going to be. And so I think. Your jumbling lines, your guys are in and out of the lineup. It's really, really hard to find that synchronicity and, and to be able to find that mix. So sure, they're missing defensive zone assignments. Of course they are. They're not yeah. playing together. It's so will so they hard. get better? They don't practice. A lot of these guys don't even practice together. Back to back games. Yeah. So you know what? Like Craig said, flush it, move on, and let's get ready for for Thursday. I feel like with twelve games left in this season, you just kind of hope for a couple of more of those promising efforts from the Coyotes, right? They're gonna they're gonna struggle the rest of the season. There's they're just too many people out of the lineup. There's a lot of problems with their situation right now. But if you can get maybe like two or three more of those efforts where you feel good about something, yeah. okay, let's call it. Let's get to the offseason. And the other thing, Craig, too, and what they might be able to do in this last flurry of twelve games, is eleven or twelve left, is is will players like Boko Amama get a chance? To come up from Tucson. Is Ben McCartney going to get a, another look? Will that be something that even if it's just for a game, just so they can say, oh, this is it. This is this is the path that I need. To, I need to do more over the summer. Do they reward some of those players? Maybe. And maybe we'll see how they perform. Or is it a, a stage for Carconi and Michelli that they really need to take another step forward in those last 10 games? Maybe they get more ice time, more power play time. I think it's an audition for some players, too, that contracts are expiring. They're still going to need to put 20 guys on the ice next year. So there's some people I know we talked right before he gets hurt. Lawson Krause is the name. He was going to get signed or they were negotiating his next contract. He hasn't played now. I know. Yeah. Kristen Fisher needs a contract. He's not playing. So if not for the Coyotes, where does Kristen Fisher sign? He hasn't played in forever. His statistics aren't going to show up. It's going to be hard. So there's going to be a lot of things you know, people and players that are going to need to be really looked at over this last few weeks. And what are they going to do over the summertime with these players? So there's still a lot to happen here in the last few weeks. Plus we still got to talk more countdown on greatest moments in Gila river. No, I thought you were segueing into Tucson. I, you know, I don't know. What do I, I know? I thought it's not my job. It was good too. Cause we're going to do that. Aren't we? Yes. So we will have again? a down the I-10 episode this week and we will be talking to Tucson Roadrunners head coach Jay Verity again um, and get his point of view on, you know, here we are with the Coyotes depleted lineup, but all the Tucson players coming up. So how does he handle that? So we're going to talk to him about that. So more to come on that this week. Um, let's look at the week ahead for the Coyotes, though, because it doesn't get any easier after tonight. Vancouver on Thursday. That one's going to be big because it's Connor Garland and Oliver uh-huh. Ekman Larson's return to Gila River Arena. You've got that circled. Yep. And the other thing about Vancouver is they're hanging by a thread now. Yeah, they get they got to win. So Absolute must win game. Yeah, 
Yep, and then Vegas Saturday, they're on a roll. New Jersey next Tuesday, maybe winnable. They've been struggling a lot lately. Big time, yeah. Um, then again, Vancouver on the road, Calgary. I mean, all teams that are hot. So maybe the New Jersey game so, is one you can look at as winnable on there. I what about guess. the Vegas game? They've won six in a row it? right now. By then, it'll be either be seven or eight. And they have to come into Gila River Arena against a depleted lineup and Karel Vamelka. That sounds like a 52 save win for the Oakland. Yeah, true, <laughs> honestly. Uh, just wait and see. Wait, wait are, we, are we in the Wheel of Fantasy? No. Okay. <laughs> not As the week yet. progresses, that may be. I'm not going to say, I got la- trouble last time by the mountain. Why? Pikachu Peak. I know it's Pikachu. It's Pikachu, right? And I said Pikachu because <laughs> I traveled with a kid down there and it's a, you say Pikachu because never mind. Okay. Okay. Um, Pikachu. I don't know where Pikachu Peak is. Yeah. I've made well, that drive. Too, drive. We've well, all made that drive. That's, that's a landmark on that boring you drive. Exactly. There you it's go. Like oh, my mom was there. Two thirds of the way down or a third yes. of the way up. Yeah. Mom was there. At least there. from where I live. Not, not where you, you live. The ostrich the, farm. You live in the higher end district, so it's only a quarter of the way for you. Rooster Cockburn, you ever stopped there? Never have. You've never stopped there. Driven by it. I've gone in Lots. there with my kids like have five you? times. The yes. yeah, you I haven't gone there? I've never Rooster Cockburn's place, you got to stop there. You uh, can feed these Lee birds called lorikeets, the and they land all over you. We we it's did go down bizarre. the I-10, but we didn't go there. We will next Wow, time. are we yeah. off the tracks right now? I okay. think we've been off the track from the start. It is funny because we've all made that drive a lot. There are a lot of landmarks. I do have to update you. Um... It is 48-47 UNC. What? Just say Kansas. <sighs> what did I say? Chuck All the way James. back. Everyone my Jayhawks. who is here watching this post-game show instead of that game, thank you so much. We appreciate you. You don't need the 47. game when I can update you on Doubted my Jayhawks. Exactly. 48-47. How much time's left? Uh, a lot. 11-36. So we need to be done oh, before okay, so we let's, go. Let's get going. Yeah. Um, well, now that, the, that March Madness is coming to an end, golf season is in full swing. And I think the Masters are this Masters. weekend. Um, so the newest deal at DraftKings, new customers can bet $5 on golf's first major and get $25 in free bets for every birdie Bryson DeChambeau sinks in the first round. That's a fun one. Wow. Okay. That's new. We love that. Um there's a ton of ways you can bet on golf on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So this weekend with the Masters coming up, it's a great time to get in on the action. If you're an existing customer, you can bet on golf or anything else. Um, there's so much you can bet on on DraftKings, including doing same game parlays. Um, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX, bet $5 and win $25 in free bets for every one of Bryson's birdies in the first round. Join the action for golf's first major with code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. All right. PD? You say Bryson's birdies one more time. Bryson's birdies. Okay. Thanks. PD has a Kachina update. A Kachina update? The Kachinas, we talked about them last yeah. night. And we're going to go not just the Kachinas, because we're also going to talk Bobcats too. But the Kachinas, we talked about them last night, all being in their semifinal games, winning all of their semifinal games. And all three Kachina teams that were in the national tournament all played for the championship today, the 14U, 16U, and 19U. And... Let's see how they did. I tell you what, they brought home three silver medals and extra time for all, all three. All three, yeah. three games. The first game, the 14U game, went was a 1 1 shootout. 
and they lost the shootout by a single goal. Ugh. And you see an, a, a national championship divided by decided by a shootout. Mm-hmm. Oh, Play hockey. Aaron, I, I believe that was Aaron Judge. Do you remember Stu Judge? Yeah. Worked at the Coyotes? Yeah. His daughter played goal. Wow. Yeah. So I tell you what, outstanding goaltending games for all three Kachina teams. Um, the, the 16 U's, they lost in overtime. It was 2-2. They battled back in that one. They ended up losing that in overtime um, to a team from Minnesota. And then in the night cap, or the afternoon cap, I guess, a 0-0 zero, nice zero game. 0-0 zero, zero game going into overtime against a, a team from Pennsylvania. And the 19 U's lost one nothing. But... We're talking about a team from Arizona getting second in the United States of America. That's absolutely incredible. That is absolutely, and and not just in one division, in three divisions. One team that you see there, one team's from Massachusetts, one from Minnesota, and one from Pennsylvania. You didn't see three teams from Minnesota. You see three teams from Arizona. So we have this big rant about Arizona hockey. Congratulations to the Kachinas. I think we have a photo of them too. Oh yeah, let's show the, the photo. Because these are some of the girls from the 14U team. John Slaney, the assistant coach down with the Tucson Roadrunners. His daughter, Julia, is on the team. Um, got a goal and assist in the semis. Power play goal. Unfortunately, um, they couldn't get through uh, today's game and, and couldn't get a win today. But again, how proud should these people be of the, what this program has yeah. become in the last year? And we talk about Matt Schott. Mm. And every one of those teams had a Matt Shot jersey represented on the bench, in the locker room. Uh, this is what he worked so hard for. No doubt. And I, and I want to make sure, obviously, you've congratulated all the teams. But Lindsey Fry does unbelievable work with this organization Absolutely. as well. So props to Lindsey. But, Maddie, you know, we've, you've, you've read it a lot of places. You've heard it a lot of places. But we saw it. We saw this was his passion. He had such a fervent belief in building the girls and women's game in this state. And he, he was so tireless in the work that he put in. If you knew all the hours that Matt Schott put in, I'm certain he wasn't paid well by the hour. If you consider that he just cared so much. He really dove into this. This was his big project. And these are the fruits of your labor, Maddie. So. And both Lindsay and Matt sat there and I know their, their mission was to make this, a nationally recognized program. And here's why, because what you want to do is you want to develop these players here. You want these, you want the girls in this program to stay 14, 15, 16. You want them to stay here. You don't want them to go, okay, I'm 16. Um, I need to develop my game more. I'm going to go to Massachusetts and go to a boarding school, or I'm going to go to Minnesota and go to a boarding school there. You want them to, to develop their skills to the highest of their ability here in Arizona. And now the teams that we mentioned here are all going to be in the tier one level next year. So it's a, it's a whole nother step up. It's a whole nother level of competition, but it just shows that the, the, this program, the Arizona Kachinas is, is now recognized on a national level. If the, clearly people ready know to take that are. step, which is cool, right? They're That's ready phenomenal. to take that. They step. are ready to take that. That's step. awesome. We got a super chat and we'll go yes, to the next. We thing have too. a super chat. Well, it transitions into the next. Oh thing. yeah. So we have a $5 super chat from Sammy D. Thank you. Arizona Bobcats won it at great park ice. Shout out to the Yotes for giving them praise for their victory. Shot must be proud. And yes, Mike, this sucks. Always a throw in from Sammy D. Thank so you. So let's Sammy. go to the Arizona Bobcats. We got that. They do win a national championship in the 18 and under boys tier two national championship in Irvine, California today, defeating the Philadelphia Blazers. 
Nice. Yeah. Big it, day four three for wins. They had a four two lead. The Blazers battled back. Got a got a late one to make it four three. Um, Ron Fillion has that Bobcat program down in um, Chandler at the Ice End uh, Ice End Chandler. A great program. It's been it's moved around to a few different rinks in the valley, but it's it's you know a kid named Austin Matthews. I think was a Bobcat. Yep, he came through there. And at some point. speaking Might of, have heard of him. He scored a hat trick tonight mm. and scored his. 54th goal of the season, which ties a Toronto franchise record. And I don't know, but the Leafs have been around for a long time. And it takes an Arizona Bobcat to lead the Toronto Maple Leafs franchise. Yeah, next one will be. Yep, next one will be the record. Passing Rick Vive. That's on Rick Vive. Congratulations to all the youth hockey teams in Arizona. We're from our show and in PHNX, we're really proud of you. This is amazing. And this is, it shows just again, kind of add on to Leah's rant from yesterday. Hockey belongs here. So congratulations. And speaking of hockey belonging here, it's a big week (laughs) this Thursday. Looking ahead, Can we get done with this yet? (laughs) What's happening on Thursday? The Tempe City Council will discuss the Coyotes' proposed arena and entertainment district in executive session, which is, of course, closed to the public. Um, I've heard that they're going to get basically all that information that they were supposed to be provided by the firm, impact studies for for traffic, for airport, for noise, for gambling, um, projections for job creation, tax revenue, et cetera. Um, all that could be on the table that day. I don't know how long it's going to take to get through all that. And we don't know, you know, how that will impact the council at this point. When you have that sort of information coming in front of you, it can change your, change your mind one way or the other. So it's really hard to know what's going to come Thursday, but it's on the table. They could decide right then and there that they want to push it to a vote and have a vote in their next meeting. They could decide to table it, discuss it more. They could decide to kill the RFP right there. That can happen. That can happen. That is an option. Kill the RFP and it's done. That's what I've been told. It's an option. I'm not, not saying, saying that that's what's clearly, going to happen. No, 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 no. Yeah. I just want to say that that would be crazy Lord, to me. Like, no, I didn't say that. You need to take that beyond this. If you're just getting this information, there's no way you can be killing it. Today. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a that's lot of information they're getting in these studies and financial studies. Yeah. And, and all I can say is the same thing we said over and over again. Let's get the damn thing done. Yeah. Let's get a shovel in the ground. Let's build the building and let's stop talking. A shovel about in the ground, this. not just a picture of someone holding yeah. a shovel because right. we yeah. know that doesn't or, mean or an outdated <laughs> rendering. It's yeah. not what the building's going to look like. More renderings. So. Build the goddamn <laughs> Please, thing. Please, because I just I need the narrative to end. I just need it to end. A couple I'm... of other points in that story, though. I I reached out to some people that could actually comment on it because sitting council members cannot. But I did speak to two, well, I spoke to three former Tempe mayors. One of them, Mark Mitchell, declined comment, but both Neil Giuliano and Hugh Hallman support the deal. I don't know if you guys saw the editorial that Hugh Hallman wrote for uh, the Phoenix Business Journal, but it was it was pretty scathing in calling out Sky Harbor and Phoenix officials for their hypocrisy in fighting this deal. It's worth a read. Uh, I linked to it in the story that I wrote today. But two former mayors. Two people who have sat in that chair and understand Tempe's needs are in support of this deal. I thought that was noteworthy. Yeah, and let's hope that continues, right? I mean, it, we clearly want this saga of the last 20 years behind us. Build the building. Let's move forward. And I think, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not on the Tempe City Council. I think it makes sense. Yeah. This, this is yeah. what this team, this city has needed. Let's, uh, hopefully they can get it done. It's hard when you don't have all the info in front of you, though, right? right. I mean, how do you make an informed decision or assessment of it at this yeah. point? Well, more to come this Thursday, and Craig will be 
I mean, it's closed, so we won't know for sure, but any information, we'll have it. And if you want to read kind of the primer and more background on that, um, read Craig's story over at gophnx.com. Tons of stuff there, tons of stuff upcoming this week and a lot of great stuff, not just from Craig, but all the amazing writers here at PHNX. All the beats are covered. Baseball's back this week, so tons going on at PHNX. So become a member today, your first month. You can either get your first month just 50 cents or get a year and get a free shirt when you sign up. You're wearing your DraftKings shirt, but you always wear a PHNX shirt, so I'm very thrown off. I know. But I do I do respect that you wear the national championship basketball game. Yeah, I, I was guess. wearing his Pearl Jam shirt earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's cold in here. <laughs> I know. I'm actually comfortable for once in no, Studio B. Yeah. I just realized you're both wearing black. I'm wearing white, too. It's like a very even thing to look at on the screen. Oh, yeah. I didn't I, even notice why that. Why are you... I, Emma is staring at me. Sean about to say something, I think. Sean? Uh, no, I wasn't going to say anything. You're also all wearing blue jeans, so it's all... Wow. Well, okay. That might be a first. It, it looks like Leah is the lead singer of a band, which I guess she kind of is. <laughs> wow. band, but... There you go. The band is PHNX Coyotes. And speaking of the band and music, we Definitely haven't forgotten. Punk rock. Oh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. We I'm glad you brought it I up. I did, so because I know we it's, didn't it's have on to. me. Yeah. We haven't forgotten. It's still being discussed on how it's going to happen. Because if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. PD, like not, I just need everyone to know, like not only have we not forgotten, but we are considering so many different options for this that PD was showing YouTube videos before of the potential dance. Yes, moves. so this is weird. The, uh, again, if you want to do it right, see, I, the Oreo. I was going to say Oreo and I didn't. <laughs> it backed off. Somebody else did. <laughs> um, so just be oh, patient God. with us. There's there's a little bit of hockey season left. There'll be plenty of time for dancing later. So obviously we passed three thousand followers at the PHNX Coyotes. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Yes. So the next thing in line is I need to he's going to dance. Yep. And syrup comes because later. Because as we all know, in the mood that I usually am when I come here to PHNX, I'm usually in a happy dancing mood, <laughs> right? Like it's just part of who I am. <laughs> Part of my nature. I saw Whistling you do a heel dancing. kick on the way into the office. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a good heel kick as I whistle happily into work. He was feeding the birds. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Freaking Disney movie with oh, the deer God. and the bluebirds. <laughs> we should have a schedule of those things coming up too. Like 3,000 PD dances, 3,500 Leah log cabin syrup. Yeah. 4,000 Espo dies. Oh my god. <laughs> so dark, but true. <laughs> um, Caleb was asking for the wheel. Should we spin the wheel or should we save it? I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to read this. Did you have something in mind or should we just talk about greens? Why don't we save the wheel? Because I feel like we've been, we have other conversations. We have some things we need to discuss. Today. We do. Okay. We, the St. Louis Blues won. Five, <laughs> five, five to one. They were better. They're yeah. going to the playoffs. The Coyotes were hurt. They're coming home. Okay. Good. And, Good and, that. and, and the Coyotes are still tied in last place with Montreal with 49 points. Montreal plays Ottawa tomorrow. Hosts Montreal. Big, Host big, Ottawa. big game. Huge, huge if game. Montreal wins, then Arizona will retake sole possession of 32nd place. So we'll be keeping tabs on that one tomorrow as mm-hmm. well. All right. Our final topic is courtesy of Sean behind the Mac. There it is. All right, Sean, why don't you tell us about this? I saw this All tweet right. and I was uh, intrigued. I walked outside of the office earlier today. Um, Going to lunch, and I smelled fresh cut grass, which I haven't, which is a little bit of a, a rarity here in Arizona. And I looked down, and there was grass clippings. They had just mown the lawn outside of the office. And as my tweet says, I'm pretty sure it's the first time I've smelled fresh cut grass since I've moved here. Um, I have missed it a lot. It is one of my favorite smells. So we're going to transition somehow into an argument over lawns versus rock lawns. What do you have, first of all? 
Well, first Petey, of all, you have grass. I know you have grass because yeah. you have demonstrated the overseeding process. Uh, 100% yeah. I have grass. Well, should I? Probably not because of all the anger and consternation it causes me on a nearly daily basis, including today. <laughs> uh, you right. know how hard it is to keep grass? It, yeah. It's the desert. It's hard. It's weeds. It's dirty. It's yellow patches. We got a freaking dog. I want my lawn to look good. Can't afford to buy the one where you get the whole piece of carpet rolled out there and, you know, the fake grass. Can't afford that. So we got to mow it. So I mowed mine yesterday. Anytime, Sean, you want to come smell some fresh cut grass <laughs> three times a week, you can you should bring a bag place. right into the office. Yeah, I got plenty of it up there. I'll, I'll take it. But no, so next I just, I, I did, I did the crab grass pre-emergent six weeks ago. Like everything's perfect and watered it the deep. It's just not coming in the way I want it to. So unhappy right now. Um, before we move on quickly, we have another super chat from Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. Craig did state, though, he is more confident about the outcome of the steal than he was earlier, which is encouraging. <sighs> yeah, that was a week or two ago. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I well, don't know. We'll see. Anyway, I don't know back, what back to Sorry, Sammy. a much more relevant conversation. Lawns. Grass or rocks? Grass or rocks. So, first <laughs> of all, if you're should we have grass in Arizona no. given our water issues? No. Okay. Threw that out there. But rocks aren't, I mean, okay, if you're going to have rocks, what are you going to do? What What are you going to make? Do you have rocks? We have rocks in the front, but we have grass in the back. Not that I wanted it, but Tara wanted it My for the dogs. My mom has rocks in She the... wanted it for the dogs, and that's noble, right? I get sure. it. I get it. But, you know, like you said... It's impossible at, to take care of it. Even Craig's side count is high today. <laughs> well, we're talking about my lawn, so. <laughs> I know. No, yeah, it's a frustrating I topic. It. I get it. And now all of the money and time and effort that I put into that yard. And it still looks like crap. See? Yeah, same. Sometimes what are we doing? My winter grass, money. Like my winter grass, not as many weeds. It's a mm -hmm. different rye. It's great. But I get 100% sun in my backyard. 100% all day. It's burned to hell. It's just really, really hard. I'm, I'm, I'm so frustrated. I Where do you sit on this? So I like how grass lawns look, but I don't think it's practical in Arizona. I'm a big True. fan of the cut grass smell. And I was very disappointed because I saw Sean Sweet and I was like, oh, my God, they cut the grass. I come to work. Someone was smoking a cigarette outside, so I could ah. not enjoy the smell. Okay. But I did grow up like in Toronto, so everyone had grass. Right. Chicago, but Minnesota. In Arizona, like for me, all the public parks, like the grass is just the yellow, brown, like dry. Hard pen. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. It and hurts to fall I on have it. a horrible yeah. memory in middle school. I a piece of it like got under no. my eyelid and like I scratched my <laughs> So th this is like my goat trauma from earlier in my life. I get Garden it. I get it. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. This so true story. Of early shows. When Tara and I first moved out here, we were exploring the city. We drove all the way the hell out to Sun City West, and we passed this guy out on his rock lawn. Green rocks, by the way. They're green rocks. <laughs> Don't know how I feel And he's about watering them. I think no. he was probably watering the dust off of him. Maybe that's what he was doing. No. But we drove past him slowly. It was almost like a <laughs> drive-by. Both of us looking like, hmm. Huh. No. Didn't know what to think of that. Well, since we, we've all kind of waited on this, we're talking about green leafy stuff. Can we have one more discussion? <laughs> oh. I know where this is going. Yeah. Well, one more discussion? To. Yes. Can we talk about salads? <laughs> yes. You gonna set me up? And on we're this? Not Leah is a weirdo. Him. Can we Spoiler talk about salads? Leah is a weirdo. Wait. So I what? Mean, what constitutes a salad, Craig? Well, let's let Leah sort of. So the definition of a salad is cold or warm vegetables together. Who, whose definition? Um, 
the internet. Who's eating a warm vegetable salad? <laughs> Come on now. So, I guess okay. with what? the base, what is the first ingredient a of a salad? dish of various mixtures of raw or cooked vegetables, usually seasoned with oil, vinegar, or other dressing. Listen, is this, this Webster's is what it, this or something? This is what it came down to earlier. Whose definition Oxford. is that? That's Oxford's definition. Leah said that right. she made a salad. <clears throat> okay, so I cut my yeah, finger explain. really badly today making a salad. Could you trying for sympathy before you <laughs> lay out the next part of this. Okay. And I don't put lettuce in my salads because I think lettuce is the worst part of a salad. When I eat a salad, I want to eat the things in the salad. So I, when I make salad, I don't put lettuce in. I put tomatoes. I put cucumbers. I put peppers. I put cheat. Like I'll put everything. But she left out the bougie ingredients. Heart, heart, heart of heart palm, palm is the best ingredient, salad ingredient out there. there but again, and, and Todd brings up a good point because we're going to get to Todd's point here in a second. Because Todd's point Fruit is salad, the valid. Yummy, yummy. Todd, Todd's point Thirst. is a valid part of what a definition of a salad okay. is. Are the we first ingredient of a salad is lettuce, period. No. Lettuce. Are we going to just gloss over uh, Todd's Wiggles reference? Fruit, I didn't see it. Fruit salad, <laughs> yummy, yummy. Fruit no, salad. but that's what we needed. <laughs> because <Fruit salad>. Todd's <laughs> comment, Craig, Craig decided this. Yeah, we, PD and I talked about this. I won't tell you where. If it's a salad, it has lettuce, period. If it doesn't it, have lettuce, it has to have a word in front of it. Like... Bean salad. Okay, salad. This, is what salad. I, this is what I yeah. was saying. Salad. It's a salad. salad. I call it the no lettuce salad. No, that's ridiculous. What I said earlier is you can't define something by what it's not. You, you have, have to vegetables. define it by what it is. You have mixed vegetables. Not yeah, salad. you can have a salad. You can have a pasta salad. You can have a fruit salad. But if someone, if you were to go to a restaurant, right, and be like, "Can I have a salad?" and they're like, "Sure," and they bring you back something that doesn't have a leafy green in it, you're gonna be like, "What the hell is I'd this? Be so this happy. is not a salad." <laughs> that no, uh, uh, putting aside your your preference or non-preference, I guess for. Lettuce. If someone says you're getting a salad, you're expecting it to have a lettuce or spinach base Kale, of some sort. Spinach. Yeah, a sure. leafy green. So yep. it, when she said, "Does anyone even like how leafy greens taste?" I love spinach. Yeah. I love spinach. I can eat spinach like straight up. Iceberg lettuce? No, iceberg sure. is I mean, iceberg is just blah. When I eat a salad water. with lettuce in it, like the lettuce leaf? is like a it's like a vehicle for all the other ingredients, right? <laughs> but if someone, if I ask for a salad and they hand me well, a, that was a they hand thing? me. Yeah, that's why I was salad, yummy, yummy. You didn't watch that with Jackson. <laughs> no. So you just you interrupted. Chum was on a roll here. So no, I, no, hear the rest I, of I was okay. more upset because I had already said that it was a Wiggles thing, and then he just was like, that was a <laughs> "I know, but I didn't get it. I, I, I got didn't it get right what you away, said. Sean. I didn't get it. Sorry. Okay, okay. but <laughs> I'm older than the people in the Wiggles. Like, I'm <laughs> watching the Wiggles. No, I don't know if that's true. Anyways, <sighs> um, the Wiggles for Halloween. That's, that's a, not happening. Okay. <laughs> All you gotta do is put on like a bright Just yellow shirt. Nickels. Yeah, a closet full of those. All his, all his eyes say in my ultimate point is that I, if I want a salad, if I ask for a salad, I'm expecting <laughs> someone to put leafy greens in it and. Leah just had a vegetable medley and called it a salad. It's you could even call it a vegetable salad. And I'd also, be okay with that. the base vegetable of it, salad. the base of it was farro, which is a grain. Which, if anything, it's just so now you're just eating like a rice with other vegetables in it. <laughs> I, that was a point that I literally it's just made up. <laughs> Do you feel attacked right now? Okay. I don't. I stand by how I, <laughs> I feel. And also, I, really I was already dragged for my rice <laughs> if, take, which we're not getting into right now. If you want to get real not. deep into the food theory, I was telling them this earlier. There's like the box theory where like no, all, food, too all much. food can be described by the number of sides it has. So a salad has no sides. It's just a bunch of mixed ingredients. So like a spaghetti would be a salad, stuff like that. It's, it's a I very like minimalistic version. I don't like the argument. Like, I don't think a hot dog is a sandwich. So, like, I don't like that 
Well, no, a hot dog, I believe, in this situation would be a taco. Because it's got three sides. Okay, well, I don't like that way of thinking. <laughs> okay. I blame you, Craig. What if it's like the New England style buns where it's like this? Different? For those audio listeners, Craig was trying to demonstrate. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Um, well, Caleb wants the rice take. No. Her rice take is just that no. she eats rice with ketchup. I don't eat like it. I just was asked for no, my weird... No, she likes it. I don't... I, okay, whatever. The... Arizona Coyotes fall on this one five, five to one. Wow. Look at that segue. The St. Louis Blues. <laughs> we, we, will... got, we got an audio thing sometime this week. Yeah, so yes, Don Layton is coming out um, this week. So stay tuned for that, and we will be back for our post game show Thursday. Craig's actually sitting down with Connor Garland during the day, so he'll have a written piece on that on gophnx.com. Be sure to check that out. Um, our schedule is pinned at the top of phnx underscore coyotes on Twitter, so if you're not already following us, please follow us as well as subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and like us, leave us a review there. Subscribe to the phnx sports YouTube channel as well, phnx sports across all social platforms. There's a ton of great content. It's baseball opening week. There's an event this Thursday at the Ainsworth if you're a baseball fan, if you're in Phoenix, come by. It's at 3, correct, Sean? The baseball yes, event? Yes, it is, at the Ainsworth. Okay. On the patio of the Ainsworth, too. Wow, look at that. So if you're Play a baseball ball. fan, the Ainsworth downtown, 3 p.m. for opening day for the D-backs. A lot of good stuff coming up this week at PHNX Sports. So thank you all for being here. Thank you all for tuning in. Instead of the national the championship game. <laughs> game which i think right. we'll be able to it's catch the end now. of 65 63 yes. with three and a half minutes left. amazing Ooh, good timing for us to end the show thank you all we'll see you later in the week have a great week everyone